Good morning, evening or any other time. I am pleased to greet you, listener. My name is Ivanov Grigori. My team does frightening videos with animation for YouTube. Each story has a video clip, which can be found on my YouTube channel, Gruan. And if you speak Russian, you can also watch the Russian version of the story. Red Thread The day was overcast and the rain drummed on the roof. The sun's rays sometimes broke through the clouds, preventing the city from being completely plunged into darkness. Alice got out of the car, holding the baby in one hand and slamming the door with another. The wind whipped her hair around her face. Neighbors gathered at her house, wanting to see the new resident of the town, and I was standing among them at that time I was ten. Maneuvering through the crowd, I headed for the car. People like large boulders surrounded the car. I must have seemed so small and inconspicuous among them. The girl who had just arrived from the hospital seemed depressed and tired. She looked around at the crowd, took a deep breath, and headed for the house. Keys jangled in her hands, and Alice opened the door and disappeared in the back of the house. There were outraged shouts from the neighbors. Soon Jared, the husband of the young mother and the father of the child, got out of the car. The man began to report to the neighbors. His eyes were confused, rather scary. His face was covered with stubble and his shirt was stained, as I had never seen him like that before. I didn't hear what he said. His voice was hoarse and muffled. After a few minutes, the crowd began to disperse, and I followed their example. At night, the child's screams were coming from the Alice's house. They stopped only in the morning, having fallen asleep only for a short time, being on the verge of Morpheus and reality, and at the same time hearing the incessant crying of a child outside the window, I still forced myself to wake up completely. The sun was still hidden by clouds. The morning was gloomy, but I still decided to go outside and refresh my tired and not woken up yet head. During the night, puddles formed on the ground, and the wind drove the yellow leaves to my feet. A dog was digging in the trash container outside my house. Having noticed me, she growled menacingly and went back to searching for food that would prolong her life for at least a few more pointless days. I moved forward with timid steps, careful not to slip in the mud. Soon my eyes caught Alice coming out of the house. Her hair was disheveled, and her eyes were surrounded by gray bags from a sleepless night. The girl was pushing a baby carriage in front of her, holding tightly to the handrails. When I got a little closer to her, I saw that a stream of white saliva was flowing from the corner of her mouth. Alice laughed out loud when she saw me foaming at the mouth. At the time, her laughter seemed to be creepy and giving you shivers. There was a muffled mumble in the carriage. The girl beckoned to me with her hand, glaring madly at me and pointed at the baby stroller. Look, she doesn't cry anymore. She's become a good girl, Alice said in a trembling voice, forcing a crazy smile. I looked at her in disbelief, and then I stood on my toes and saw the baby. She had large, mesmerizing blue eyes, moist and glinting with light. But when I looked down, I saw her mouth sewn up with red thread, 
From the baby's lip, scraps of thread protruded roughly intertwined. The girl tried to scream as hard as she could, squirming in her bloody underwear, but the effort was only a suppressed mumble. Alice laughed out loud again, her whole body trembling. I remember how dazed and half-fainted I ran home as fast as I could. I got dizzy, the streets blurred before my eyes, I fell to the ground and vomited. Then having mastered myself, I reached the threshold of my house. The door was open, my legs gave way, and I fell again. The hall was silent, and all I could hear was the feverish beating of my own heart. I don't know how long I lay there, but by then, I had gone over what I saw dozens of times in my head. The child's sewn-up mouth, her bleeding, pain-drenched eyes, came back to me again and again. As soon as my mother came home from work, I tried to tell her everything, but only inarticulate sentences came out of my mouth. My mother looked scared, and she hugged me and didn't let go for a long time. Shortly after that, I saw red and blue light flashing lights from the police cars that was filtering through the window. Cars surrounded Alice's house. I saw a police officer run out of her house throwing up his lunch as he did so. After this incident, I was repeatedly taken to a psychiatrist. My parents were depressed and refused to talk to me about this horrific event. A few weeks later, at school I learned that Alice's husband had been found dead in his own bed. My classmate said, when they took out Jared's body, his face was blue with scarlet bruises, and his eyes were sewn shut. The child's body was nailed to the wall. When she was found, she was still alive, but died soon after. I don't know if this is true, or if it's just a rumor that a small town started up, but one thing I know for sure, Alice herself was never found. A year passed, and I partially began to forget the incident, although the memories often disturbed me in my sleep. I sat down on the sofa and started reading the newspaper, and came across an article with two photos attached. The newspaper said that a girl was found dead in the bushes in a nearby town. In the photo, her arms were twisted in different directions, her skull was flat, and her mouth was sewn up with red thread. The killer has not been found. I was overcome by a wave of fear, and after that, I rarely went out and slept with the lights on. But one evening, still afraid of the blurred shadows and the darkness of the night, I lay down on the saving bed. On the verge of sleep, I felt a sharp prick in my side. I threw off the bedclothes and saw a sharp needle wrapped in a red, thin thread lying on the bed clothes. YouTube channel Griwan. There you can find ways to contact me. Thank you for your ratings and comments. Thank you for your encouragement.